0: Hi, editing Phil, you piece of shit. <laughs> so is this like another one of those episodes where we just like hand it to Phil at the end, and then just like he has to make Basically,
1: it sense. Basically, yeah. So Phil needs to make the decision if he's going to be a man and accept the
2: abuse, or if he's going to edit it out like a bitch. Well, so we don't know. Why is he this? Uh, he forgot it was on.
3: Oh. I mean, even, yeah. uh, even me even me remembered it was on tonight, you
2: know. <laughs> yeah Welcome to the
4: Conquistables Tonight on the Conquistables, a team of three strives to survive as they face WWE Survivor Series 2002, awkwardly standing around in a plexiglass tube tonight, the whole effing
2: show, Cameron Phillips, the big red machine, Ewan Taylor,
4: and hot sauce, Jordy Allen Milburn, only tonight on The Conquistables.
0: That'll be the tenth that's the tenth birthday show, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Ten years, guys. Oh. Yep. 2014 was the first episode. Yeah. Oh, give all this. Obviously we've had like breaks in between, and as I say, we keep saying it took a, like a worldwide pandemic to
3: get us on a monthly basis. But you know,
0: <laughs> it's been fun.
3: I just wanna do, I don't know if this will keep in the recording or not. A little bit Cameron's already heard this story, so I'm gonna tell you A little bit of modern a modern wrestling thing. Oh Oh, maybe um, I can go
2: for this. I'll I'm
1: go
3: just going to report on, um, do you know, um, what's it called now? Impact Wrestling
1: is called now? I do know Impact Wrestling, Al. I attended their show in Glasgow a couple of weeks ago.
3: Oh, well, do you know where the turn on point pay-per-view was uh, this it week? It was held in a leisure centre in Newcastle. It was held in the Walker Dome. Uh-huh. Formerly the Lightfoot Stadium. It's calling it a Stadium Generous. I played football there. I mean, the Hello <laughs> turf I played football is now host the wrestling pay per view.
0: All the greats I, I... have graced that that <laughs> building.
3: For me, it, it's baffling that what why would they put a show on at a venue that you know would barely attract a house show once upon a time.
1: I think it's to do with the fact that it's the first tour in like eight years, and they don't exactly have the. The sort of cachet to like book a massive venue because they're not, they'd rather book a smaller venue and sell it out or get it nearly sold out rather than book a massive venue and have it look like, um, like 1PW or, um, oh god, what was the name of that promotion that died within like two shows? You know, the wrestling? No, 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 no. it was the one uh, that died within one cam. Oh, it was, sorry on channel, it was on channel five. Oh, five uh, star.
3: That's yeah, it, thank you. Five star. Rey
1: Mysterio and Johnny
3: Nitro and stuff.
1: Yeah, and they never paid anyone, and everyone got sad and they disappeared because there were a bunch of cowboys.
3: <laughs> so that just blew my mind. You know, if I'm sitting there playing football as a 14 year old, you're going to tell me, you know what, in so many years' time, this will be a pay per view venue. I'm like, surely not. I mean, I've just, you know, a few years prior witnessed Wembley Stadium, and now you're telling <laughs> me this place where I play football is going to host a pay per view. Wouldn't believe yep. it.
1: Wouldn't believe it. Well, there you go. It, it did. And um, it was a fun show. I have to say it was a very fun show.
3: I've seen, I've read the card, but I obviously didn't see any of it. But uh, me friends yeah. was in attendance. Mr. Doctor Who Blues was in attendance for that. Yes. Mr. Doctor Who Blues, wrong podcast. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd uh, I'd mentioned that whilst we were on the subject, but we can now yeah. continue. I mean, um,
1: we also discovered that um, one Leon Slater is now signed with Impact.
2: Oh yeah, I
0: think I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Haven't had much. I haven't seen much of his work. Have to say,
1: he is. Very good. Oh, Very, okay. he took he took on um Kazarian in the opening match of the Glasgow show and I think about five people in the crowd knew who he was, but by the end everyone was going absolutely mental because he is he is disgustingly talented for how old he is. How old is he? Like twenty one maybe at most.
2: Oh nice.
1: So he's done a lot in um Rev Pro and such, but um yeah, he, he's just disgustingly talented and obviously the main event at Turning Point was Will Ospreay versus Eddie Edwards and that Will Ospreay, he, he knows how to do a wrestle
0: Yeah, he does, he's, he's got a couple of um, you know uh, a couple of moves that he can do yeah. Um, like,
1: yeah, a couple of weeks ago I watched him face Mike Bailey in a match that I think could be one of my matches of the year
0: I saw highlights of it but I did not see the full match Oh, It it's puts some edited so highlights
3: up on YouTube I saw Grado made the card he did but he was like he was in the dark match of
1: this show, although can actually, tell I wasn't the dark match of the pre show. Did he use Madonna? I presume he probably he did, did but... use Madonna, yes, not not on Turning Point because well, that would have cost money, but yeah, that's what I uh, that made. Yeah, to the live audience, they used um like prayer at uh, in Glasgow and it got the appropriate reaction,
3: especially in Glasgow,
1: no. I guess. Yeah, oh hell yeah. I mean, we also had uh, I still be ringing out, my brain's died, Diamond Cassidy. That's it. Sam and Cassidy was the ring announcer for the night as well. Oh, nice. And he was having an absolute ball. Nice. Probably because it's like, this is what it looks like to like do it in front of more than like 100 people in a club. Because, haha, ICW, oops. <laughs> we hired a bunch of sex offenders. Yay!
3: Is, that still, is it going much nowadays ICW or not really?
1: Put it this way, Al, they held Fear and Loathing this year two nights in the garage. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, they've kind of gone a long not way down. Hydro. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> not kind even of, the academy.
0: Kind of back where they started, like two thousand.
3: <laughs> just, just about nine point ten. Have kind of they beaten of of the Barrowlands again? I remember we went to that one. Uh, they... I don't
1: think so.
0: Have they not even done Barrowmania? Oh, let me check.
1: All right, I'm going to do an ICW timeline check live in
0: the air. Nice. Um, this will probably end up on the cutting room floor. Hi, Phil. I hope you're having fun.
1: Hi, Phil. You piece of shit. Hope you're enjoying yourself.
3: Brutal, brutal, unnecessarily yeah. so. You win. Did you watch the heat match beforehand this you
1: I did not actually. Okay. Well, that's, heat that's match involved uh, Mr. William Regal.
3: It did. Did we'll get to that shortly? Um, you know, we will. Well. Let me. You've got to cover it. all aspects of the.
1: Of course, of course. Right with it. Is the list of where is the events here we go i'll do it no they have not held no barmania have not been held since Guess in
0: 2019
1: 2018 i think 2018 wow yeah oh no sorry to lie
2: 20 yeah 2018
1: 2018 that was the last one the 29th of april 2018 Main event for Stevie Boy defeating BT Gun and Mikey Whiplash cancelled um, in a three-way death match.
2: Nice. <laughs> this was also the show where Kenny Williams uh, had to leave ICW
1: for losing his career. By leave, I mean go to WWE UK. <laughs> Boo. Yes. <laughs> like so many others did, And then the people wonder why they weren't exactly welcome back to the Indies with open arms. Gee, I wonder why.
2: Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's it's
1: regal kind of
0: battered on about that on his podcast before he went back to WWE and they couldn't do a podcast anymore. <laughs> about, uh, you know how he was he was kind of going on about how um, you know NXT UK was brilliant for the UK scene and it's like kind of no, going,
2: you it was know, not no it was not
0: no. no, no. and it's like he's there kind of going oh yeah but these these wrestlers these you know we get accused of you know WWE taking all these stars but they would have gone anyway and you know oh, during they the pandemic. Have- during the pandemic, then, you know, these people were still getting trained and getting paid and all this kind of stuff. So like, oh, yeah, there's that. But the the UK mm-hmm. scene is fundamentally worse off now than it was oh, God, yeah. it's during heck. that period in 2017 and 2018 kind of thing. With,
1: with the exception of maybe, like, two or three promotions.
0: Yeah, and uh, those are the ones that had, like, their fingers in the WWE pie at the beginning, like ICW did and Progress did. Oh, and, no,
1: Repro didn't.
0: Well, Red Pro didn't they make it name for themselves, that's fine. but
1: Yeah, but, oh yeah, Progress, I don't know what's happened with them. They're, they're still running, but I don't know anyone that goes to the shows now because, again, I think they were another victim of the speaking out movement because, well, they hired some rather not ratings people. No,
0: I think the entire UK scene had some sort of rotten apple.
1: <laughs> <in there. laughs> yes. Uh, rest in peace, Jimmy Havoc. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's sad. It's um, for people to say that oh we we because we, we wanted to make we wanted to bring UK wrestling to the world. Then why did you go to a large multinational company who were just going to like swallow you up? huh ah yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Well.
1: yeah. So I don't feel any sympathy for any of them because if I go oh wow I'm getting abused. Good you left and took the money. You're a piece of shit and I hope you get put on. Anyway, Samaritan Series 2002.
4: Recent history has seen many changes. And as the architect of this revolution, I consider myself to be the primary catalyst in creating a product vastly different from that of my opposition. Evolution is a necessary process not only manifesting itself in nature, but a phenomenon occurring rapidly in world wrestling entertainment. Tonight, the most ingenious creation in this evolution will come to fruition, the Elimination Chamber. Six men will enter this structure to fight for their survival, engaging in a battle of the unknown, placing their bodies, their futures, and their lives on the line. For an opportunity to secure the symbol of this evolution, the World Heavyweight Championship. And now, Raw and SmackDown present WWE Survivor Series.
1: Speaking
0: of large multinational companies that will swallow everything up, we're back in 2002. (laughs) It's November of, it's nearly 21 years to the day. Just about. Uh, The 17th of November, 2002, is Madison Square Garden. It's the 2002 version of Survivor Series.
1: I love MSG as a venue for wrestling. I know I've said this before, but I love the way it's set up. What with having the entrance on the hard cam, yeah, and just which they I don't think tend I think, uh, to do anymore. No, it's always to the left or the right. But just the fact that it's not even like a massive stage or anything; it's literally a, a video door that certain wrestlers nearly destroy coming out later, which we'll get yeah, to. Pretty much, yeah, we'll get to. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's like you know, for the all the kind of like you, you know the the sort of like massive Titan that we have now and all this. Yeah, MSG is like know. the polar opposite. It's just like literally a door.
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's yeah. like, just like, here's like, a
1: video door. Yeah, um, On you go. I mean, even like Rumble 2000, it's literally like two corrugated bits of art, um, steel, which is probably yeah. different considering the semi-main event of that show is Cactus jack and Mike Foley bleeding and throwing each other into it.
0: MSG has obviously with its history as far as the WWE go is... Oh, Yeah phenomenally you know intrinsically linked to that company and you know whenever they yeah. run msg it's always you know gonna have a fantastic atmosphere to it. i don't think this show is any exception to that rule oh no this show is great i think it's a lot of good great. stuff on this it's, show um it's
1: also really interesting as well because this is the first show host the brand extension
0: it's the first pay-per-view yeah it is Hopefully. so the fir- well this, this is the first com is it the first combined pay-per-view it's summer slam no. I was gonna say what? was SummerSlam not combined as well. Was that where was the brand split? I thought that was but after Savaris. Um the brand SummerSlam. split would have been post-WrestleMania 18, I thought was right? both,
1: man, yeah WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, fuck, okay. Well I got my timeline wrong then.
2: Okay, that's, that's
0: when you have like Flair and Vince doing the um the draft picks.
1: Oh and god, then... you're right. Yeah, okay. My timeline's wrong.
0: Because then you don't like, you You get the whole thing of like, you know, Bischoff coming in later on and taking over Raw. And then,
1: yeah.
0: as we saw and see from the show later on, Flair's kind of reduced to being Triple H's lackey for a while.
1: <laughs> hello, Evolution.
2: Yeah,
0: hello. Well, that's a coming, but, you know, we, we've, get to, we've yet to obviously get Batista and Randy Orton. Well, Randy Orton will appear later on in this show, but
3: not Yes, he shall. Uh, we'll get um, to him. We'll get to him. I'd just like to say as well, like, like uh, back the arena is that. Nowadays, they just make every arena look the bloody same. So it's very yeah, odd. Yeah, yeah. It's, very it's very odd to watch a pay per view and have any nostalgia of where it is because it just no, looks the same as anywhere else.
1: It's generic, it's homogenized. And I see, I know why they've done it because it's less effort. But like you say, I couldn't tell you anything about a pay per view this past year as far as looks go. with the exception of Saudi Arabia, because, well, yeah, you know, it's amazing what Blood Money will do. Anywho, we have about 14 million people on staff for this show, minus the wrestlers, because we've got four commentators, two for each brand. We've got mm-hmm. two uh, interviewers. We've got two ring announcers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it's just messy.
0: It is slightly overblown, but I think that was kind of the whole thing with the brand split, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. They, they were trying to basically make it two distinctly different shows. And I don't <laughs> think that yeah. quite worked. As we'll, no. as this show goes on, we'll see more and more evidence of that. Um, okay. Al's probably going to want to talk about the uh, the the heat
2: match.
3: Yes, Al, go ahead. I so, I watched all of heat actually. Um, wow, a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot of it was hype video. So, I'll fast forward a bit of it, but there actually, was two two Scott Steiner promos uh, in heat. Uh, right, the <laughs> the to show they didn't seem to show any footage of him as a Steiner brother. It was all later WCW stuff. And they're doing interviews and things. And you know, two, it was a bit overkill, do you think? Scott Steiner might be turning up tonight. I did I, oh. I couldn't possibly say. You know, do you think he might be a survivor series? It just seemed out of place to have them two promo videos. You just waited
0: anyway. unless you pick some random WCW guy just to have a promo. You know, that might be a free agent whose time war contract might have expired in the weeks beforehand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Indeed. the other weird thing on Heat was uh, Lita and the coach were your, your hosts. And oh, okay. They said they weren't allowed to show the chamber, even though it was hanging above the ring. Yeah, what is that? That, that pesky Count Bischoff has said mm. that you can't no. see <laughs> you can't see the uh, elimination chamber on Heat. You've got to buy the pay-per-view to see it. Or you just watch the promo video at the start of the pay-per-view, but never Good. mind. So um you got the heat match. You got a tag team bout of Gold Dust and the Hurricane against William Regal and Lance Storm, who were the un Americans. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were, yeah. yeah, back in New York City a year after 9 11 Yeah. <laughs>
2: that,
3: that, that goes down well. Um and this match was originally on the broadcast. It was originally advertised to be on it, possibly cut from somebody making their debut. But this is literally—it's a shame that they have going to give them the guys three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes—it's you may as well not even bother having the match. It's a joke.
1: Well, but, as as the song goes, three minutes and you're out of here. Well, go <laughs> so back the first match.
3: <laughs> I think all four guys do a good job. I was going to say they do cram
0: essentially like a ten-minute long match into three minutes, and that sounds detrimental to it, but it's not. <laughs> It's just a oh, very... It's it's basically like a normal tag match on fast-forward.
3: Yeah, yeah. do pretty well, I think. Um, It's it's the bad guys get control, and the good guys come in, and they look like they've got control, and then Goldust goes for his goal finisher. However, I don't remember which round is it. Regal hits him from behind.
2: Regal and then hits him st- from behind. Yeah, yeah. Storm,
3: Storm rolls him up for the pin. Yeah, yeah so yeah. there you go. It was a short, it was sweet nice, but yeah, that's the- I was just want to start my little segments which i'm going to do all night oh is i'm going to call it one year on Ooh. okay A year ago was the big Survivor Series match, of course, that the uh, WCW were eradicated. No more. Yeah. That's it. a word for it. So, let's see how many Alliance stars make this show. Um, oh, no. First of all, you had the team of William Regal and Lance Storm, yes we all know William Regal wasn't really, but he did join, so you've got them two, and of course they both had to get the jobs back through various means. And mm-hmm. um Mr. Regal had to join that famous club to get his drive. Back, he did, you know? yes, yeah, he,
2: he, did. he did. He
1: had to join the Biz Man Sexual Abuse um club.
3: Which was very sad. Storm on the other hand had to win some matches that he kept losing. I think Kane <laughs> and then the big show, if memory serves me correctly. And the last chance, he had a last chance loon against the Rock. And due to Jericho's interference, uh Rock got counted out and then Storm got his job back, so there you go. Hmm. Hurricane, on the other hand, I don't think I don't think he did anything. I think he just sort of magically just kept being employed for some reason. I think I don't think they give him a storyline of why he was still employed. I don't remember it anyway. He's like an early days G- uh, JTG, so so he's just there. And of course, Goldus yeah. wasn't even wrestling for the company. Last year, he came back at the Rumble. Um, he was a guy a probably possibly sitting out his contract. I'm not sure how it works, where he was at the end of WCW, but... Uh, Do
0: you kind must... of forget that Dustin Rhodes was like in WCW on his dying day?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, he was there.
0: Oh, like, oddly some... as well, by the way, on um, Twitter or X, whatever the the other day, I noticed that Dustin Rhodes had retweeted the video of him having the entrances 7.
2: Oh! Because it,
0: it was like something like 24 years ago or something like that.
3: Seven. And are we still here? Oh, yeah, ahead.
0: you know when it's like kind of going, oh yeah, that's the promo where you bury the entire th- gimmick in one. Is t- he t- <laughs> look,
3: looking through the window of some small boy sleeping or something? Isn't that in it? No, well, that, no, that, that was the like the build-up. Yeah, the, the build-up,
0: build-up build yeah, up. Was This was his one, actual yeah. like promo live debut in... Um...
3: Is it just like this sucks or something? Is that pretty much his promo?
0: it's Well, yeah, he's basically like kind of going, oh, you made me look like Uncle Fester and all that, that one. Which is weird how he would suddenly, you know, want to promote that, but never mind.
3: So that, that's, that's where we go, and then we move into Survivor Series with a nice opening promo. There's,
0: there's two opening videos, and they're in a very peculiar order.
1: Uh, yes, there are. So our first video is hyping up the semi-main event of Brock Lesnar versus The Big Show, and it's very weird seeing Brock Lesnar in the position where he's seen as the vulnerable one. Whereas, fast forward to 2023, yeah. Brock Lesnar is the big giant killing machine that just turns up for the big sack of cash. Can I run the reins in that respect?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's it's... yeah... Um, <laughs> it, it, it's weird how your opening video is kind of almost like an afterthought because it's like um, Big Show versus Lesnar. Yep. This is for the WWE title. This is for like the belt that you yep. know Hogan had and Macho Man had and Warrior mm-hmm. had and Bret Hart had and Shawn Michaels had and The Rock's had. And, you know, this, this, this is this, this, this is, is this is it. But now it's seemingly an afterthought, and I can't help but feel that that's because who's got the world heavyweight title
1: hmm. possibly we'll get to that in a minute or two it's not it's, it's yeah. probably not yeah. important but yeah so we cut from that to what i wrote down as eric bischoff wanking himself off over him creating the elimination chamber
0: well in kayfabe terms you have to admit that bischoff is the inventor of this
1: i mean yeah he he apparently which is weird up- I, well, yeah, but I mean, is it the most ridiculous thing Eric Bischoff claimed to have done, either KFA or oh, non? So,
2: yeah.
1: you know, so we get we get glimpses of the cage, and we get to see the, the the participants taking part in it, and quickly we know this is going to be the main event because, well, it's the first of its kind. Yeah, it's so,
0: this is why I picked this show. Pretty much is because mm. not only was it near sort of like to an anniversary of the actual show itself, but this is the first presentation of the elimination chamber as yeah. we know it today. Um, which some people might have said was a bit of a glorified Hell in a Cell and I think you know the Armageddon Hell in a Cell, it. Armageddon two thousand was probably a lead up
3: to this.
1: Yeah, yes. that's fair.
0: That's fair kind of thing.
1: But um, I think we'll
3: get onto that at one point. I think we'll uh, do that pay per view at one point.
1: Oh yeah, yeah that was a that
3: was a, if I remember right that was a good fun pay per view. It it,
1: um, it it contained a Simone being thrown off a cage onto a pay bale.
3: Yes. No, it was Sawdust, it was Sawdust.
1: Oh, was sawdust. sorry, Sawdust, yeah. whatever. Um, Fat Man fell off the get... cage, that's, that's basically it. Yeah, that's
3: basically
0: it. We also get a little shot from WWE New York. Do we remember this?
1: Oh, it, it, wasn't, it, was, it was the world at this point. It was no longer WWE New York, it was the world. Was it, New, was it the world? Ah, right, I
0: see. It's an right. entertainment and restaurant complex in
1: I have been. Uh, New York
0: City.
3: Have you been? Technically, not really, technically. I have been to where it was. But obviously, I don't think it was a thing when I was there. Ah, I see. Which I'm going okay. to Google to see when it was you shut, know, actually. You know what? I, I've already Googled it, Al. I've saved you the
0: effort. Oh, when did it close? It was, it was closed in April of 2003.
3: Oh, oh. well, well the, I was there well after then.
0: The, well, the, there was a two-year gap between... The, the building was empty. It is now Hard Rock Cafe, New York.
3: Yep, yep. I've been in it. I've been in it, but we couldn't get... We couldn't get a table, but I've at least been in the entrance to it, yeah.
0: Mm. Nice. Okay. So your opening contest of the main show is the six-man table elimination match, which pits the somewhat odd team of <laughs> Bubba, Bubba Ray Dudley, Spike Dudley, and Jeff Hardy oh. against Rico and Rosie and Jamal Three Minute Warning.
3: Oh, three minutes. Do, 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 do. Anyway. I, just, I've just, just got go.
1: that song in my head Al thanks
3: one one point I want to make before we start the match is remember I said that they wouldn't show the the chamber during the heat match <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they show it in like the first 10 seconds of yeah the they literally
3: straight away the show starts it's like there's the chamber because oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you why, paid your money you now
2: <laughs> we've got, we've you we've got your money for curse curse
3: the you go. yeah this is like we've got your money now you bastards there it is you can go to bed you've seen the chamber yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, so, yeah, the, this, these teams are, are very... I mean, I suppose the three-minute warning team makes sense because Rico's technically the manager of three-minute warning at this point, but Bubba spike? I mean, isn't there one that's missing? You know, I don't know, maybe another... Well, well, like don't
3: forget, because he had a famous catchphrase uh, testify, they had to give him a whole gimmick based around that. Oh, so now he's f- the Reverend Devon, and he's got his yep. own deacon. He's got deacon... Degan Batista to keep him company. He's that guy'll never know
0: anything. That's yeah. how Dave Batista was introduced to the wrestling <laughs> world as yep. a bloody guy with a box around his neck.
1: He'll it's never like...
3: become anything. There you go.
1: Oh Jesus Christ. This this is wild. So the think explains that you know you gotta put all three members of your team through a table so it's attack it's an elimination match. Um yeah. JR is very horny during the start of this match. Uh, um, JR comes up with the line, you feel like a little wood, and that takes the king back. Uh, yeah.
2: There's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah.
0: Yeah, we, we we all know JR's sort of motivations on Twitter <laughs> these
2: days.
1: JR's the thirsty boy. <laughs> I'm kind of a yeah. bit
3: surprised the way they promoted this because it, it is pretty much a Survivor Series match at the Survivor Series. But they don't promote it as such. It's, no. a tag, it's a table elimination match, but it pretty much is a twist on a Survivor Series match, having it with tables. So uh, it is. It's just a bit silly that they've called it Survivor Series, and it's like this isn't. It's not a Survivor Series match. This is an elimination match. You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. JR comes out with something about this being a the people being the experts in the table match genre, which is like okay, that's. Um... It's one way of describing it, JR, thank you. How is your honour of wrestling, Ewan? Come on.
0: Do you not know? Apparently I don't. Greco-Roman, technical,
1: Western, (laughs) British. Tables, ladders. Shoot style (laughs) tables. (laughs) That's how it goes. Fair enough. Um, Uh, I I get annoyed very early on because there is a We Want Tables chant in the crowd, which I wrote in all caps. We want tables in a fucking tables match. You will get them, you impatient cunts.
0: Yeah, you'll get them eventually, yeah, 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 yeah. i was just got a note here, big capital there, Spike took absolutely crazy bumps.
1: Oh, my God. Um, How did he not die in this match?
0: I don't know, but it was Spike moves as Jamal smashes through the table, but it doesn't count oh. because it wasn't an offensive move. So Jamal yes. Yes, that's in, the rules. got you know, to be an offensive move. Uh, yeah. Um, Jeff, the, the, I've got another note here. Jeff launches off the top rope with with nothing and then just lands <laughs> on his arse.
2: Yes!
0: The acid drop gets reversed and three-minute warning. smash spike through the table for the first elimination.
1: Yep, that looked like it sucked.
0: At this moment, we get a JR with a first classic of the night with Rico shows that martial arts background. Yep, which is... <laughs> for a guy who's a promo, has, had a gimmick as like a gay hairdresser, I'm not quite sure how much of a martial arts background that would <laughs> but Never mind. The American Gladiator's champion. So he was. So he was, yeah. He was. Yeah, there's a bit of a question at one point as to whether Jeff has eliminated himself. Yes. Because he just um, bombed not... off down the aisle and then smashes, you know, through a table with a swint on him on his it's, own.
1: It's rough. That's after um ro- <laughs> that's after Rico murders a cameraman. Yes. He gets thrown at the rope and takes out one of the camera guys on the floor, to which I laughed heartily and replayed it at least three times because it got funnier every time. <laughs> um
0: there's also a spot in this where um Rico's on the turnbuckle, kind of, and obviously has to kind of like wobble and kind of wait for Jeff to like punt him oh, off.
3: have the we not fast-forwarded quite a lot to get to that already? No. Mm, is there anything you want to talk about in the meantime? Well, uh, well, Jeff Hardy jumps off the balcony to eliminate. Uh...
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, but he does. He, he does.
0: But the, it's 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 the it's the the end of that spot where obviously he has to get up and actually get his arse back in the ring and doesn't.
3: <laughs> I just like to
0: think, if you
3: remember correctly, he also did the same spot in the same venue at Royal Rumble two thousand. He, he did, did yeah. It.
0: They point out in commentary that, that you know. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, it's a different. Yeah, they, they do say commentary.
1: He also does the spot where he runs along the the barrier and gets absolutely We're not wonderful. there yet.
3: We're not there yet. Do, do things in order. Yes, Dad. <laughs> so, so what it's happens? Nice, is,
1: man, I'm, I'm trying to keep some, you know, some decorum to this podcast. Oh, you're trying to keep some decorum. Sorry. We've been going 10 years now and now you want to add the corn to the mix?
3: Well, okay, if I can't do that, can continue with it. That, that'll do. Fair
1: enough. Okay, we'll let you have that.
3: So, what happens is, um, yes, you're right. So, they went, they went one guy up and then Jeff Hardy jumps off about me to put, is it Umaga through the table? No, it's not it's the other guy, isn't it? It's, no, it's uh, the um... superhero. Superhero in training. He puts him <laughs> yeah, through the supposedly. table, didn't he? <laughs> and then, uh, so that evens us up to a piece. Then you're right. Now Rico goes to the top rope, but Jeff Hardy, I don't know if he's too, like, you know, a bit injured from it or a bit out of it, but he's very late. But there there you go. Cam, you continue. Uh,
0: Yeah, there's a bit where Rico kind of wobbles on the top turnbuckle and he's facing, like, his back's towards the ring. And it's obvious that there was a spot, was supposed to be, that uh, Jeff would kick him off the turnbuckle and he might smash through the table. But in the original broadcast, I have a distinct memory of that not happening and Rico bellowing at the top of his lungs, God damn it, Jeff! Oh, no, you're That's right. That's definitely
3: there, definitely there, just not on this version. Yeah, but yeah. it's
0: cut from the network version. It's one of the many things that I remembered from watching this originally that aren't there on the network version.
3: It's also yeah. cut from the DVD release as well. Is it? Yeah. Interesting. They had a habit in the 2000s to edit the live broadcast for mistakes and stuff, yeah.
2: enough. Mm. Fair enough. Mm.
3: After yeah. Rico wobbles for an eternity, uh, Jeff kind <laughs> of shakes the rope from across the ring. I don't know how effective that is.
1: I I, I don't know how much of that, that vibration would have got through the rope. I, I'm questionable about <laughs> if this wrestling things. Three-turn bubbles or something
0: to get through, <laughs> he's maybe it? Just, he's maybe just very sensitive to changes in atmospheric
3: pressure, is Rico. Then he <laughs> falls off. Yeah. Then we get this bit Ewan was on about when Jeff Hardy runs the rails
2: and, and that, he I slips.
3: He slips a little bit, but he's lucky the spot seems to be him just getting hit by a table. It seems to be that like adds to the kind of spot they're going for, rather than if he was supposed to land something, it would have looked a mess, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, start the CTE counter for Jeff Hardy at this point, because that, that looked like it was not fun. No, not at, all, not at all. But i say
0: we're only like a year away from him getting, just less than a year from getting fired the first time, aren't we?
3: Yeah. then then Jeff gets put on the table and Omar goes to the top rope with Jeff yep. on the floor and he performs a splash from the top rope onto the table which is on the floor and that's Jeff Hardy done so we're now two to one
1: yes that is correct uh, you know, shortly after that splash JR comes out with this is impact I wrote down no JR that doesn't exist just yet
0: <laughs> well no
1: we
3: end up with Rico and Bubba yeah well, a strange
0: so, combination a one
1: on one
3: well, well yeah. hang on, hang on again, Um Jamal seems to mount the turnbuckles with Bubba Ray. Mm-hmm. I don't know what spot he was going for, but Bubba Ray just picks him up in a powerbomb from the top <laughs> rope and gets him through the table. <laughs> yeah. So that's, now we're one-on-one, now, now, now we're one-on-one. However, Bubba's got shit teammates because they don't come out and help him, but oh. all three of the other team just start wailing on him. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a reason for that, though.
1: There's a reason for that because yeah,
3: yeah it, in in the in like like the, the storyline reasons, there's not really a reason for his other teammates to abandon them.
1: Not really, no. So it's looking grim for our friend Babaré. He's getting the absolute crap pasted out of him. But then, lo, a hero comes over the horizon. Devon Dudley appears from SmackDown, as Jr. points out, to a save wild the day. A <laughs> oh, <when T1> appears, <sighs> and um for one night only team 3d are back as um they proceed to kick the living daylights at a rico and eventually 3d him through a table to win which i'm not sure if that was a legal elimination because Devon wasn't even in the match and he was involved no DQ, in the well you, no you can't have a dq in a tables match that's just stupid no. what i'm saying is that elimination should not have counted because while, yes, it was an offensive move or it was performed by a member that was not in the actual match. So technically, that match never actually ended.
3: So do you think, like, for the last 20 years, Rico's been following Bubba Ray around to try and get him through a table, just <laughs> waiting for that opportunity. One day, you know, they're at, they're at dinner or something. Right now, I'm going to put him through that table, yeah. What was oh, the that's... match, you know? What... No, was it not Joe Henry
0: versus Chris Renfrew in ICW that was a Falls Count Anywhere match and one of them <laughs> they ran away? Out in the
2: street. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just like it went on for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was.
1: Oh God, it was ridiculous. So yes, your winners are Ray Dudley, Spike Dudley and Jeff Hardy. My last note of this match is I fucking hate, hate, hate this brand split.
3: <laughs> However, I've got to say the New Yorkers seem to really appreciate this little uh, little bit at the end.
1: Oh, yeah, they, they go absolutely ballistic. The, the crowd's great all night. Yeah, the crowd that. is. Yeah, the they're
3: really appreciated. I've noticed,
1: um, have you noticed you
0: as don't... well, by the way, that only, only at the end of this match is Jeff Hardy get carted out.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's absolutely broke. And he just, like, suddenly you realise and go, oh, shit, he's been on the floor this whole time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they didn't want to interfere and ruin the match, potentially. No problem. So we cut from this to the world for some reason. I don't quite know why, but we did. Um mm-hmm. and we cut back to our first SmackDown match of the night for the WCW Cruiserweight. Say, WCW Cruiserweight Championship. That's a Freudian slip. Whoops, let's try that again. The for the Cruiserweight. WWE Cruiserweight Championship, which may as well be a WCW offer match.
0: Pretty much. It's What's uh it? the champion Jamie Noble with Nadia versus
3: yep. Billy Kidman. Hang on, hang on. We're, we're, we're just, just gonna go back to, to, to do some continuity. Devon Dudley gets drafted to SmackDown. So, yep. no, sorry, drafted the Raw. Sorry, wrong around. Drafted the Raw, I believe. So the Dudleys do indeed become a permanent team again after tonight.
0: Yeah, I was going to say they—they they, they, this isn't for one another. They are a team again after this,
1: which makes your brand split really good.
3: Well, yeah. yeah, the problem is they broke up the APA, the Hardys, and and these guys, and it's like, why are we breaking up all your tag teams are idiots to try and have. Bradshaw and Bubba Rea do singles runs and Raffer and Devon, it wasn't the best of ideas, was it? uh,
1: And and just think we're a few years away from the JBL eater. Well, well,
3: I'm sure we'll cover that at one point.
1: But I need to do
3: my one year on segment.
2: Well, yeah. I believe
3: I believe Rosie and Jamal will probably be in OVW around the time of the uh, the other one. And Rico probably was as well. It wouldn't surprise me all three of them were down in that thing. It makes you wonder with all these WCW wrestlers how the three of them actually got brought up to the main roster. Um with every or oh, the other how much wrestlers was that on the books at that moment in time? About sixteen thousand. Um so they were all down there. But as far as the other ones goes, um Mike Dudley was on the winning team despite spending most of his career in ECW he wouldn't join he, he stuck with the WWE uh, Bubba Ray Dudley you remember was indeed on the, the losing side but he, he got the loophole him and Devon were tag team champions so they were allowed to keep their jobs because they were reigning champions do you not remember that little
2: loophole
3: uh, yeah, I, there were too many loopholes oh there was. was so I, if, if you yeah. were a reigning champion no matter which side won you still kept your job the next year. That's that's, that's what it was. Um, and then obviously okay, Jeff Hardy was on the team WE so that was that's them. But the next two guys are are on are on the bit. So let's get to the to out. Match.
1: Yes, let's do it. So um, the story of this match is Billy Kevin's coming into this match with momentum because it's a two non-title pins over Jamie Noble. Uh, Nidia and her breasts come out to ringside, which amuses JR, I'm sure, nobody doesn't verbalise it. Um this match is really fun. These these two guys know how to do wrestle.
0: Yeah, they get they don't get long, but it is a no. really really effective match. But first of all, before we begin the match itself, can we talk about what the fuck is going on with Billy Kidman's music? <laughs>
3: It's his debut of that music. It's oh. atrocious. <laughs> it's
0: ruh,
2: ruh, it's ruh, not it was...
0: even in a in a period of time where WWE seemed to be obsessed with making like new metal versions of all their usual yeah. entrance music. This is
2: dire it just doesn't fit him at all and it's just this dirge, it's horrible anyway
3: crack on
1: <laughs> I didn't write a lot of notes for this particular match I just sort of sat back and watched it
3: it was a bonus track that was on the anthology I think you had to plug your com- play on your computer or something in Download it oh, from somewhere. God, uh, yeah. It
1: was one of these things where it was like a, a hidden bonus track that yeah, you put I'm it sure in CD-ROM yeah. drive and waited seven years for your connection to download uh, it. When they were desperately trying to get people
0: to buy CDs over buying Napster. Mm-hmm. Oh, just ripping it off Napster.
1: Over no, buying Napster. No, that was later on. Uh, no, 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 did... no, no. wait a minute. No, you didn't buy
0: anything on Napster. That was there's the point.
1: There, there's a, a prime time primetime conquistabore's Memories of Early 2000s Computer Technology. Winamp. Oh god, yes, when I'm real player. Oh, oh real players,
0: player. one I was like, there you go. I remember, I remember like getting a real player update once and it went now with VHS quality video, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, well,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've done it, we're here, folks. <laughs> VHS, motherfucker
0: uh, no, what I've got here, I've got um, Kidman gets three pin attempts in in the first two minutes, yeah, that's impressive. Taz has a wonderful bit of commentary where he says, uh, Jamie Noble's got some tactics up his sleeves. No, wait, he's got short
3: sleeves. He has no sleeves.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, this is the first outing for
1: the SmackDown announced team tonight. It is, it, it
3: is.
0: is.
1: I, think, I think Michael Cole has gone through puberty. It's not quite a Tony Schiavone situation at this point. But yeah, this is the first time that Taz and Michael Cole are together. And this this commentary team carries on for quite a long time. It does.
0: Because, I mean, when you think about it, Taz has been commentating probably now longer than he was ever wrestling. Oh, God. Because he starts off with this at SmackDown. He ends up in TNA, doesn't he? Yep. And now he's doing AEW and Dynamite.
1: Yep. So he, he's done well. He's done well for yeah. uh, a guy from
2: Brooklyn.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I've got Kidman Midier drop kicks as Noble comes off the top rope, which looks impressive as hell. Yep. Uh, Kidman face plants Noble. Uh, Nidia pulls Noble out from a shooting star attempt. I've got there. Did Jamie Noble just pull out a tiger bomb? Yes, he did.
1: He certainly did.
3: That was his finisher at one point, yeah. I, think,
0: well, yeah. Kidman I don't top know how during this buster. match, but it was. Kidman top broke face buster for two. Uh, Noble gets a guillotine DDT in for two. And then Kidman later gets a shooting star press for three. There's a new cruiserweight champ.
1: And Kidman is. St- Straight off through the crowd with the belt. Oh, he's done. He's gone. He's like, I'm getting my paycheck. Thank you. Good night. People say Kidman um, bodges the super
3: shooting star press quite often, but I haven't seen too many bodges, but... No, he's, people... he's,
1: no. he's good. Um, I would say the gold star of the shooting star press is still Brock Lesnar's attempt at it, where he Well, we
3: know that. Yeah, with the rotation. You may <laughs> as well do it on the. You may as well do it on the biggest stage of the mall, so everyone remembers it. Yeah, here's your WrestleMania uh, snapping your neck. Um, I just thought I'd throw this in there. I got my picture taken. An in idiot once. Oh, yeah. Was she a leisure centre in Newcastle?
1: Uh, no, she, she it, was leisure centre New- in Newcastle. Was she? Was, was, a, 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 was she?
0: <laughs> was she around the back by the bins?
3: <laughs> it was at the arena.
0: Oh, that one by the
3: bins. Uh, uh, but no. Yeah, I, I got a picture. An in Um by the bins. <laughs> I <laughs> think uh, 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 the bins are getting mentioned a lot. but um, There'll be no bin chat on this podcast.
1: <laughs> I could hear Phil right
2: there.
3: First left, second right, third on the left, go straight ahead, under the stairs, past the bins, fifth door on your left. Hurry up! Um, I just thought both these guys were brought in from WCW, of course, when uh, when the invasion mm-hmm. started. Noble, I don't believe, was even on television, I don't think, in the first... <laughs> uh bit at all. Oh I think you're right. Kidman was, but I'm not sure if Kidman was injured. Was he was Kidman at Invasion? Was he uh, not Invasion? Was Kidman at um God I can't remember what it's called now? Yeah, Survivor Series. Was he in that battle royal or not? I'm not sure if he was or he was out injured during the
2: the the, the
3: later
1: stages. Do I also remember?
3: What
0: what sure what two thousand and one Survivor series? Yeah yeah
3: yeah. Um I I I, I seem to think he might have been injured for that whole it's going to be a
0: live Google. Hold on.
3: He would, oh, only okay. be in, he would only be in that battle royal. He wasn't anywhere else on the card. But... Oh, okay. There's not much of a
0: mention of him so far. No, I um, think he must be. Aren't you? Uh, nope. I'm all the way to the main event. Uh it would just be the battle
3: royal. Was... That's anything that would be in. There, yeah, really.
0: your opener was just incredible in Landstorm and Raven uh, against Albert, Scotty, and Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley in <laughs> a six-man opener for two years running. For a guy. Yeah. No, I
3: don't think he's there. Well, there you go. There. Um, and, and the only other thing I'd like to do is what what happened with the Cruiserweight title? Well, you might remember the Survivor Series. There was no unification map. Nope. Nope. Um, I believe Jiri was the Cruiserweight champion going in and X-Pac was the Light Heavyweight champion but X-Pac was injured.
2: Ah. Mm.
3: So it was almost like they didn't really know what to do or what they call the belts. of I remember correctly, was taken off telly for a little while. I think it was, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I think it was while well they worked out if they wanted to still call it Light Heavyweight or just call it Cruiserweight, and we know what happened. And They
3: did. They just brought it back as the Cruiserweight title. Um, I'm going to have to think of this myself. Was it Tajiri uh, didn't... I don't know. Hang on. Right, you talk amongst yourselves. Um,
1: okay. We we'll, we can talk about the, the next segment after this where it's Kurt Angle talking to an invisible man because, you know, we we can't. This man is
2: yeah. Smiling. We've
0: um we've kind of been through the sort of aspect of watching Chris Benoit matches for this <laughs> show. Yeah, I find myself, as I've said a few times, I find myself having to seriously do a a, a good level of disassociation.
1: Yeah, it's it's what it's not fun. Dead. <laughs> so and I I Chris um, my, my notes. Anytime I refer to him, he's just redacted. That, that, that's why I put wow.
0: down. Kurt is Kurt's with with Chris Benoit. They're a tag team, but they're not really getting along very well. Yeah, um, it does have Kurt uh, into sorry, P- Kurt
1: Angle griffiness.
0: Yes, absolutely. I was going to say we say we're a unit, amigos, bosom buddies, friends to the end.
1: <laughs> I thought at that point Benoit was going to just slap him in arms. <laughs> they hug. Yeah.
0: Tag partners don't shake hands; they hug. Yeah, and, it's just and like, while, like, while oh, Angle says, "Let's go. get
1: tough," I'm like, "Oh God."
3: Yeah, it's it still baffles me that people think he should be in the Hall of Fame. He should certainly oh, not, not be in the Hall of
0: Fame. Not no have an opinion. <laughs> not a ch- I mean, uh, you can appreciate the character of Chris Benoit as a wrestling entity.
2: But However,
0: not the human Chris Benoit—not <laughs> no, is the issue. But people will not say, "Oh, no, but
1: oh, no, but such and such is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, such and such doesn't murder their entire family." <laughs>
3: Yeah, blatantly like murder the entire family, then murder
2: themselves. Just just, just some
3: work. people he knows in the case of Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: Oh dear. There's a whole
0: there's a whole ream tonight, getting onto the next section, there's a whole ream tonight of them cutting backstage to individual wrestlers that are participating in the elimination chamber and watching them warm up.
2: And it's yeah, the, the weird
0: shit they do.
2: <laughs> Which is,
0: in in Jericho's case, he's smacking a window. Yeah, what was this about? <laughs> I don't know, but it's just like kind of going, yeah, that's what you do to prepare yourself for an Elimination game, but you smack a window.
1: I mean, we're a few, are we not a few years away from Batista breaking the, the pod to get at someone? Uh,
0: no, there's plenty breaking going on in this, later on in this match tonight.
1: Oh yeah, true, that's the point.
0: You know, we'll, we'll make the we'll, we'll get to the bulletproof glass in of yes, we... course.
1: Uh, yeah, but first Get to watch um, the build to our next match, which is a hardcore women's championship match. Trish Stratus defending against Victoria. Um, the basic premise of this match is Victoria's gone a bit mental.
0: Yeah, well, you get the is it F view?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, I,
0: I okay,
1: like this. GTV
3: Yeah, brought back again. Yeah,
0: if you have, if you kind of like go along with this as a kayfabe kind of thing, they've set up a camera in Victoria's dressing room. But it looks <laughs> like. It looks like she's in the store cupboard.
1: I think she is in the store cupboard. I think this is this is a legit janitor store cupboard because there's just like yeah, mops just... and buckets everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's just like it, this is this is not where this poor woman gets changed. Surely.
1: No, no. But anyway, at least she has an iron board. That is true. Somewhere, Jeff Jarrett so, is smiling.
0: You know, um, Jerry Lawler does get, and I don't often. Uh, with any kudos for his commentary because usually it's quite <laughs> shit in this piece yes but he does get a fantastic uh little snippet in this one with uh she meaning victoria uh hasn't been right since the house fell on her sister <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was good that, that's good that's funny that that is funny yeah, i'll get that. It, yeah. the- the premise of this match is that apparently Trish Stratus has apparently stopped Victoria from getting a job in WWE because they both came up in the fitness modeling world, and apparently Trish um, did something to Victoria to stop her getting a job, and obviously Trish went on to do what she did in like mm-hmm. taking the, the women's title away from just like tits and ass to actually wrestling for a change, which. I, it's, uh, are we back to that again nowadays? I don't know.
3: Didn't Victoria start life out of Godfather's holes?
1: I think so. Come a long don't surprise me.
3: I'm a long, long
1: way. Godfather did have a lot yeah. of holes.
0: It, well, yeah. Many and any every time. They were. Why is it like this is very much in that line of WWE and women's wrestling where they either but we'll go into two categories. Either it's all American, you know, clean living, you know, uh, you know, fantastic, you know, good natured blonde girl next door, or it's utter crazy sex bitch psycho.
1: Because those are the two things that turn Vince man on. And
0: that's yeah, that's probably the two things that turn Vince on. Yeah, sorry. So anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: there are no other. I've got here. You know, fully into either sex kitten or psycho crazy. There are no other women.
1: No. <laughs> That's it. This was your typical hardcore match. I didn't think there was anything too special about this. I
0: quite like this. There's a novelty I'm... in it being for the women's title and it being women oh, yeah. in it, and it is yeah. they they do go absolutely great guns.
1: Oh, they go mental. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything negative against the match. I'm just saying that it's very hard. The very WWE hardcore trophy. But yeah, the the novelty of it being for a women's match one and also being for a championship. It does add to it. Um, Again, the crowd are very into this.
0: Yeah, the crowd are massively into this. Um, Especially right from the opening bell. I mean, Victoria doesn't even let Trish get her coat off. No. And they're just like, rather than wrapping it around her neck. um, <laughs> There's a broom initially. That's the first sort of weapon that they fight over. There's so lots of fighting with the broom. Trish gets flung into a bin. Yep. Which is, and then there's a, the ironing board gets involved again because you get Lola going, Trish even irons, which, haha. Ha,
1: ha, ha. Yeah. What, I, what I really
0: like about this match though is the fact that, and I've never really seen it with any other hardcore matches, there's bins full of weapons tied to every corner. Yes, that yeah. makes more sense, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, they've got like weapons like completely, they don't have to yeah. go looking for them under the ring <laughs> and, uh, you know, they've been placed there by, yeah.
1: yeah It's an entire B&Q under the ring, no it's just like out in the open, like, here you go ladies, go wild
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly and then you get uh, there's a little bit of blood because Victoria gets a nosebleed. I don't know if that's yep. hardware or whatever, but you know, it does get that. because um, a kendo stick ends up coming into it. Lawler kind of like uh very hopefully says any minute they'll tear off clothes, but I think that's Ugh. just him open. Yeah. There's a bit of a screwy bulldog at one point. Ooh. Um JR yeah. tries to say on commentary it's a modified bulldog, but come on, mate, no.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's modified really. in the way that it's a botch.
3: It's it's a bit of a botch. Yeah. It, but... it's strange. It's almost like like Fish Stratus was supposed to wait uh, like a few seconds before she tried to go for the bulldog to get in position and she just hit it too early, so Victoria yeah. had no choice but the fall down sort of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So
0: and then we get the fire extinguisher involved for the ending.
3: Yep. Uh from under the ring,
0: Victoria gets a fire extinguisher eventually. eventually sprays it in Trish's face, uh, there's a snap suplex, and then Victoria gets the pinfall. It does seem to come really suddenly, that pinfall.
1: No, I was wondering if they had gone over time and they were giving the heads up right, get to the finish.
3: Uh, I think there was supposed to be some spot with the mirror. Did anyone else notice the mirror getting brought
1: out? Oh, yeah, that's right, because obviously oh. Victoria and in, in the pro before the match, That so, you know, is asking the mirror, you know, who's the fairest of them all, and the mirror says Trish Stratus, and that makes her upset.
3: Well, the mirror gets there, and then for reasons I'm baffled by, Trish Stratus like accidentally stands on it and breaks it in the middle of the match. It's like. <laughs> so I don't know if there was supposed to be some spot with that, that it was too knackered to use, so they
0: had. Maybe the it has the
2: uh,
3: implications of being a sort of like a sort of plan B ending.
2: But I,
0: I
3: thought it was quite good. Now I'm Googling no, this, decent. but I can't find it. What, obviously, you'll not know because of the way the network does things. What theme song did Victoria use did she use the tattoo song for that match
1: I don't think just
3: yet I couldn't remember obviously whatever she used was probably cut from uh, (laughs) yeah from from that uh, because it does seem there was something else but I don't know when she started using that so I was trying to find it I can't find it unedited uh I can't find an unedited version on, on YouTube. Uh, let's see when the song was re- The song was released in September 2002. Okay. So it could have been. It could have been. But uh,
2: I, I don't, I don't know.
1: know. Anyway, somebody can tell us. Or Phil can. Pop a bit of... Let's make Phil do some work. Phil, can you check this out for us and let us know in the edit? Thanks.
3: No. I think I've just found my answer. I think it was Armageddon. She used it for the first time, so she wouldn't have used oh, okay. it. That Survivor Series, Pippa View, after I think, is when she would. Here we
1: it.
0: go. What happened to Tattoo, man?
1: Um. Well, the Russians saw so they probably are in a gulag right now for some reason.
0: Possibly, yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm just
1: like,
0: <laughs> I'm Googling now.
1: It's a very Google heavy show go. this time around.
0: Tattoo, oh. it does, it, tattoo are a Russian music duo that consists of oh. being a. Cat- Gina and Julia Volkova. The singers were part of a children's musical group. Ooh, okay. Hello, hang fire. They were they were active between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand eleven,
3: and they've
0: reformed last year.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Well, maybe Victoria'll turn up at the rumble. You never know.
2: I
1: mean, they need they they need three women, so you know, it's always possible.
0: Christ alive! Yeah, well, look at this. There's a whole thing. Oh yeah, there we go. The last <laughs> album was in 2009. It was called Waste Management. There you go. There
1: you there's your, there's your tattoo research. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's, 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 it's a pleasure, guys. It's a pleasure. You know, it's all good. <laughs> it's all
1: good. You know, it's so, not like
0: me to be. You know, you know, we're prepared for these things.
1: Oh yeah, of course. So we cut backstage to Booker T doing some odd warm ups for the main event.
0: And, he's uh, shadow boxing, which is at least slightly better than just slapping a window.
1: Possibly. Uh, we then cut to two insufferable tossers, Eric Bischoff and the coach. Uh, this is basically just Bischoff bragging that he's made the GM of SmackDown and McMahon with Man look bad. Um, I zoned out during this to be perfectly honest uh, uh,
2: so until he, the actual showed
1: up and basically told Bischoff you made a mistake. Trading me away, I am going to show you wrong by winning the championship tonight.
0: Yes, uh, you made a big mistake trading me. I've got that written down here, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, he got four wrestlers for
1: the big show. That's one per limb. I think he was underpaid, to be honest. But anyway,
3: now I can only remember three out of the four. All right, um, maybe maybe we'll Google again in a minute. But he, he got Devon Dudley. Okay.
2: Yep. Oh god.
3: He got Ivory. Okay. He got Val Venus to become Sean Morley.
2: Okay.
3: Now, I think the last one's Al Snow, but I can't be sure, so I don't know if I can have a look at that, but you was talking amongst uh, yourselves. Uh, <laughs> i
2: am actually right.
1: Just been with right now, so let me let me have a look. So Hope Phil's editing out all this
0: uh, on-the-fly research that we do. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We enrich the show, but you know it has to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has
0: yeah. to be done. I'm taking a little Google <laughs> break because I've just had to meticulously research tattoo.
1: <laughs> hey, oh, oh, Al, it's yeah. like
0: in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing uh, how Al can sound like a Russian lesbian
3: when he wants to. <laughs> oh, well, well, Al snows on Raw the next week, so it's so a possibility.
2: Al Venus,
1: Ivory... Maven. Oh, Maven. It's Maven. Oh, is it
0: Maven? That asshole. Who, by the way, has a YouTube channel that is quite good. Oh, yeah. There's it's a lot of cool stuff on Maven's YouTube channel.
1: <laughs> Didn't he do a video recently where he compared what he got paid on Raw and then SmackDown?
0: Yeah. He, okay. he does, it's part, of the, part of its appeal is genuinely that he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He's genuinely well, like, this is what I got paid for being a WWE superstar in the early 2000s. And he's he's there going, you know, like, you know, most of it's like talking about how, you know, a um, some people really really hate, some wrestlers really really hate like the upper card guys because it's like, you know, oh, um, you know, they're hogging all the spotlight and they're doing all this kind of stuff. But he says, but trust me, if you've been on a tour, and you do shows that are headlined by Steve Austin and the ticket sales that he would put, you know, across and put you know, oh yeah through, and you get a percentage of that. And then you do another show later on in the same run that doesn't have Steve Austin on, you'd notice the financial difference in your own pocket is the yes. difference with Steve Austin, you know, the name like <laughs> yeah. making. So, it, like it, go, it, so that's why he says, I didn't mind Steve. <laughs> uh huh. For that reason.
1: There you go. Um... We cut to Brock Lesnar with his manager, Paul Heyman. and Isn't it yep. funny, Heyman standing in the background holding a championship belt? It's almost like 21 years later. He's doing the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, um, Heyman mentions how Lesnar's taped his uh, taped ribs, uh, but it's actually more of his abdomen that he's taped yep. up. It's not really his ribs. Um, no. And uh, he, he the, the line that's the kind of dead giveaway for what will come later yeah. is when Heyman smiles and says, I'll be making sure my client leaves tonight WWE champion. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. There's a big question about whether Brock can F5 The Big Show, which obviously he
1: surely, surely can't. Surely not. Surely not. No. Um, Fun fact, this is when Heyman was one of the writers on SmackDown.
0: Can well believe it because he's responsible for pretty much the next match, isn't he?
1: Yes, that next match. As far as writing goes. Happens uh, to be oh, fact. Tell a lie. There's a video package first.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this is Brock Lesnar versus the Big Show for the WWE Championship. Uh, this is obviously, as we mentioned before, secondary to the heavyweight championship. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, weird seeing Lesnar in the role of sympathetic babyface.
1: It is. It's. I, I suppose because he's still so new at this point um obviously he's been pushed to the moon but he's still very green he's still very unknown to a degree and the big show does present a, a part pun, a big challenge because obviously it's the rookie going up against the established name there's a weight difference and there's a lot of questions that can brock actually overcome this man mountain
0: oh yeah um I don't know. the 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 problem with uh, the Big Show thing is the fact that he turns heel to face with the regular abandon. Hmm. Well, I suppose this is only like Big Show's what
1: third year? Ah, uh, yes. He's nineteen
0: ninety nine. Valentine's Day massacre nineteen ninety nine. He comes into the WWF, doesn't he? He doesn't. Do it. so? Then that's going to be he's been in this for
2: just under f- four years. Then isn't it?
0: No. Yeah, just under four. Yeah, just under four years. I mean, the
1: crowd were definitely behind Lesnar. Yeah, mission accomplished for that. Absolutely. What doesn't What doesn't exactly give mission accomplished is the fact that this match doesn't even go five minutes.
0: No, it, it's quick. It has. It, it, it doesn't fuck around. It's um, no. yeah. Um. Say, show ends up like you know just hip tossing Lesnar across the ring. Lesnar's rammed at the steel post and then he comes back to side suplex, which is real damn low. Uh, There's a German, the first of many in his career. Uh, We get a ref bump. Uh, Lesnar belly to belly. Heyman chucks the chair in. Uh, Lesnar gets a chair shot in, then an F5, but Heyman pulls the ref out.
3: Oh, You missed a bit where Big Show impressively punches the chair.
0: He does, yeah. There's a hell of a crack noise when that one happens.
3: And then the really weird bit, which I don't like, you might have picked up on it, but a second referee runs down. Oh, right? yes. And he almost like literally, the signal he gives Herman that he's in the ring. Did anyone else notice that? No. When he runs by, Herman's standing in front of him. Uh, and he literally like taps Heyman so obviously as he goes past, and like, right, this is the finish, pull me out, you know, I'm here, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. No, well, no, no, you no, just noticed it, yeah. I, I
2: noticed
3: that. Didn't notice I that. think it's even more because cause you see him running down with the, the um, aisle being so far in front, yeah. It is, it's almost like, right, here he goes, run down, hey, Mr. Heyman, I'm here, and he starts counting so he can pull him out, yeah. Mm. There's
0: a bit where Heyman looks like he's totally shitting it because the, it dawns on Brock that this is a total betrayal. Shaw show goes to absolute town with the chair and then yep. slams Lesnar with his broken ribs and all on no. a chair and pins Don't him that. for three as yep. a new WWE champion. <laughs> um, you get the wonderful Taz line of I've known Heyman for a long time and he's a low life. Uh, <laughs> and nice. then show and Paul Heyman take off in a limo. Yes, they,
1: they can hell it because they know that Mr. Lesnar is not a happy person.
0: No, um, so they tear off through it. They, this, I was trying to look up the the, the other day after watching this. I was like, when then did Heyman and Lesnar become teamed again?
1: Uh, I I'm don't like, honestly know.
0: Apparently this is like the last time in Lesnar's first run that he'd be with Heyman.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: And the only reason they were together again when he came back in 2012 was the fact that it was Heyman that was with him throughout his UFC days.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But there you go. Who knows? Uh, it's a decent match. It doesn't, obviously, as we say, it's welcome. It's only five minutes. Yeah. To get the point across, I don't think it would have gone much further than that as far as time goes. It would have probably no. ruined it slightly. Yeah. But for an explosive kind of high-impact oh For a
2: shock as well, yeah, definitely. Oh,
0: yeah. Definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, we cut to a video package where we're going, to, we're going over what's known as the Smackdown 6 among smarter yes. fans.
0: Speaking of Paul Heyman and Smackdown, yeah, yes.
1: I need to watch someone like Smackdown from the either, because if this is what's getting put on on the regular basis, yeah, sign me up.
0: This is my match of the night. Yep,
1: I don't blame you.
0: I love this match.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) the WWE Tag Team Championships in an elimination match, I should say. Mm -hmm. The team of Edge and Rey Mysterio against Los Guerreros, against Kurt Angle, and Redacted.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I see. Every person in this match is solid gold.
1: Can I I just say, the Los Guerreros run on SmackDown is one of my favourite things
0: ever. Oh, that's brilliant Don't they are it. so good I mean for being a team that were saddled with the Vince kind of oh we'll
1: mow your lawns oh,
0: Jesus. I think you know they they kind of almost in spite of that oh they
1: yeah the they, they they went, you know what it was basically like, alright fuck you we'll make this work and they certainly did
0: yep that's great before this match kicks off though we do get a wonderful little cut to the crowd of uh, Al Wilson and Dawn Marie yes which I Fun. forgot was even a thing. Yes. I don't know how many weeks away we are from Al Wilson dying through shagging. <laughs> any idea?
1: Is that what's on? Is that what's on the 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 the, the corner knows? <laughs> died for shagging.
0: Yeah, died died for shagging. Unless i us forget, in a real life aspect, Don Marie bless her, was fired whilst pregnant from WB. Yes, yes, there was that. That's the kind. But, of was, was
2: it Al,
3: Al Wilson's baby? I don't think so. Oh, okay.
2: Just, checking she, just was, checking.
0: she was definitely fired while she was pregnant because um, she was on taking time off, and which is just joyous. Uh, but anyway, there we go. Angle gets a huge pop. Oh, yeah. For his entrance. Uh, it's Edge's not so good theme tune. Oh, yeah.
2: you gonna do. I'm surprised yeah, they me
3: didn't me edit, me. edit that out. Actually,
2: yeah, they paid for it.
3: Uh, they well, they paid for it. Some yeah. of the DVDs, it's edited. He's got his old "Do You Think You Know Me" oh. song on his original one on some <laughs> of them. Yeah,
0: which he oh, wow. obviously, obviously, that Alter Bridge. Do you think you know me? It has followed him to AEW now. so
1: It has, yes. Which,
0: But there's only one change in it, and that's the voice at the start. Yes. It's the voice of his lovely is, wife. It's Beth Phoenix, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is weird, but there you go. So, this match um, is wild.
0: It's wild in the best possible way. It's also got here, Strange to See Edge pre-rated R.
1: Yes, that's true. Because you forget well,
0: that this man had a career boost from Shagging his mate's girlfriend behind his back. <laughs> it's,
1: it's funny how real life it's can do that. Weird sometimes. how that
0: turns out, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, it's I've got to tell you this match is so fast, it's kind of impossible to take notes. Yeah. There's a bit where I think Ray might have cleaned his clock for a little while because Angle does have him a front face lock for a
1: few minutes. Uh I I wrote down at least forty five minutes. What it feels like,
0: but yeah, it, it's this match is that's the only kind of like lull in it. Most yeah. of this match is like pretty much a hundred miles an hour. <laughs>
1: it's 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 insane. Yeah, there's lots of triple moves. It's really yep. cool in that. Lost sense. lots double teams. The Guerreros are just they're so good as a team.
0: Oh yeah, there's a moment where Chris Benoit thinks that Angle's hitting with the title. Mm. And then Edge spears Benoit for three. And that's Benoit and Kurt Angle eliminated just they go down there arguing with each other. Because Angle goes completely mental. I've got a big capitalized here. Every combination of wrestlers in this match is utter gold. Oh, God, yeah. Eddie chokes Edge with the tag rope. Um, there's a hot tag to Ray. we got a top rope Frankensteiner. A 619 Eddie, but Chavo whacks Ray with the titles. Yep, and then Mysterio taps with the lasso from El Paso from Eddie Guerrero, and Los Guerrero so your new tag team champions.
3: Yay! We lie, cheat, fail Yes, you. Yeah, do. that's it.
0: I mean, imagine, imagine cheering a team that had that as part of their song. Lie, cheat, steal. Yay! Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: that's how good they were.
1: So we cut backstage to Kane doing something. I don't know at this point. Is he
0: preparing for Elimination Chamber by combing his hair? Sure. Who knows? Next to the somewhat odd um combination of well, Matt Hardy and Chris Nowinski. Yeah.
1: yeah, this is um I mean this is this is Matt One version. So Matt One version Hardy. That's not the thing.
0: <laughs> That's not the thing. Try that again. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. Matt Hardy version 1, I should say, came out to
2: stop.
0: Yeah, well, it's basically like um, it's it's a kind of like typical heel promo in the town, because he's like, yeah, I'm the only Harvard graduate in the arena. Uh, it slags off the Yankees. New York is the number one in stupidity.
3: And then Matt Hardy's coming down and saying, New Yorkers are not stupid, they're losers. I think we need to um, examine some Matt Hardy facts here.
2: Ooh.
3: What are the ones that appear in his entrance? That's the ones. I can't remember them that were in the entrance. He, he likes low fat chocolate milk? Yes. I can't remember the one. Um, hang on, hang on. I'm going somewhere with this. Um, Good. Oh, <laughs> for the love of God. What's these other? He <laughs> likes room temperature at a toasty 75 degrees or something, isn't it? 70 degrees, yeah. 70 degrees fine. Um, yeah. But do you know when they, they bring the um, Matatu little box up?
2: Mm-hmm. There's, oh, yeah, a, yeah. there's
3: a there's a web domain in the top corner.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. com. Oh. Yeah. Well, in the interest of this podcast and being a broadcast journalist, Uh-oh. I type I typed it in.
2: Uh-huh.
3: It takes you to we.com. We 21 uh... years later, that link that link is still there. Yeah, no, they still that's... own that website. they still got that domain. So if you type it in. It takes you to
1: we.com, yep. That is that is tremendous. <laughs> um, these two go back and forth until a very familiar siren gets sounded. Yes. And the debut of big pop-a-pump, Scott Steiner.
3: I was so disappointed, I thought it was King Mabel. <laughs> I and mean, they have some sirens, no. I seem to remember that anyway.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no.
0: holler if you hear him.
1: Yep. Um, so basically, Steiner came out and killed everyone.
0: Yeah, the, the the initial kind of like argument between like Matt Hardy and Christian Nowinski basically deciding what to insult the New York crowd with, goes on forever. And I can only assume they're waiting for Scott Steiner to limp towards Gorilla, because as I was saying before we started recording, I remember listening to the JR's podcast about this show, and Gr had basically the list of what was injured or like fucked up about Scott Steiner. Before they signed him, because they signed him for like a name value thing, yeah. yeah originally, because yeah. he's Scott Steiner, and they were just going to try and work out what to do with him after that, and that was a bit of a mistake by JR's old admission. But apparently, he had like forty-five to like percent um, nerve damage in his legs at this point, and one of, knee, one of his one of his kneecaps was twisted, so mm. there wasn't much running going on.
1: Scott Steiner and athletic ability. Wait, at least when it comes to like running, it's not something that is very common well, with this run.
0: When it comes to this stage in his career, probably, you know, I mean, 91, 92, as we've seen when he's like you him and Rick go up against like Doom and all that kind of stuff, and you know, it, he's looking great. But oh, he yeah, has yeah. definitely slowed down.
1: <laughs> oh god, yeah.
0: But no, um they hand him a microphone, uh on a live show. Uh well, do you not remember
3: how he asked for the microphone? That'll be cut from the network. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. Give me the fucking mic is
0: definitely coming
1: <laughs> from the network. Uh, yep. Summer Vincent backstage going, God damn it.
0: Yeah, thankfully he doesn't go off on one. And no. That's it. Um
1: we are a few years away from the infamous Steiner math. Uh, yes. Promo. We
0: we are. I'm assuming that Al has uh an, an analysis on how far down the card in such a quick time
3: Scott Steiner goes. Oh, thanks. I forgot about the rest of the guys on this. Um, yeah. No, sorry, I forgot about me one year wrong. We, um, we'll have to go back and respect to do it, but you're right, I do. Of course, it's got Scott Steiner now, it's got I can't really do anything because he's that knackered. They have to kind of delay his debut by having. Fucking arm wrestling contest. Was, say, and was the contest reason for the arm wrestling matches, yeah. oh, And he eventually makes his five star classic debut at the Royal Rumble against Triple H. In a match. Why did we regard as awful? Now, what I can't understand is he gets booed for hitting suplexes. Like Brock Lesnar does that all the time, post Scott Steiner.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've often said this, you know, but rather than fairly, that at the time, Scott Steiner was like, oh, he just does Billy belly Billy suplexes. That's like, shit. And then, like, you know, this is the same sort of fans who will count the amount of German suplexes that Lesnar does, like,
3: five years after we go Yeah. Well, after, after he had that match with Triple H, that was a disaster, well, what would be his next possible match at his next pay-per-view? A uh, rematch with Triple H, of course it would be. Why yes, would? Yeah, no way out, yeah. You know, anyone would think Triple H really wants to make sure this guy's nowhere near the top of the card again. Funny. Um. And he gets nowhere near the top of the card again, because he, yeah... Uh, he does that match, and then after that, he um, he doesn't even get on WrestleMania, does he, after nowhere? No. He's not on uh, WrestleMania 19. Uh, by the time we get the backlash, he's in the heat match.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. That's true. And then he ends up teaming with Tess, doesn't he?
3: With Stacey Cable? And um, testicles or something, yeah. And he was,
0: a t- he was a, yeah, testicles. Oh a, yeah. Screams of face. Uh... Are we done with that segment?
1: I, I think we're done. Okay. Can oh, I out, no. can
0: I put out my little technical faux pas that I had on my PS5 app for the next oh, bit?
1: Oh yes, yes. Please do. This, this is funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I, I this is where I ended my my first half of the viewing and stopped it there for the night and then came back to it the next day. And for whatever reason, when the PS five WB Network app started up again, um it gave me the video for the next section, which is like the video about them making the elimination chamber but then had the Spanish audio from the Steiner segment previous on it, over at the top of it. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? It took me a couple of minutes to kind of go, what is going on? Because all I got was, it has two miles worth of chains. It is designed for pain and maiming. And then above that was, New Yorker, stupido, stupido, stupido. And I was a bit like, what? (laughs) I then tried to reboot it and it sorted it, but I was initially I was, I was totally thrown as to what the hell that
1: was what was going on with that one. Oh, good. Would it still have been Hugo Savinovich at this point on the Spanish announced uh, team?
0: It sounded like him.
1: Uh, it probably was then. So, yep, we are finally at our main event. The, the finally, the reveal of the Elimination Chamber is now, not that you could have seen it right at the start of the show and throughout because, well, it's there. Um, can we mention Randy Orton before this? Oh,
3: yes. Yeah, it's just Terry Reynolds, who thought she still had a job? was interviewed interviewing
0: yeah, Sean exactly. Michaels. <laughs> um, she goes to try to interview Sean Michaels and he starts talking about stuff. I think Sean is stretching against a locker thing, isn't he? That's how he's warming up for this uh, yeah. wonderful time. Uh, but he's interrupted by Randy Orton's breaking news. Obviously Randy Orton had broken his arm or his shoulder i think it was
1: wasn't it i think it's his shoulder
0: shoulder i think it. when he had surgery and then they had the whole thing to keep him in the eye public eye of having these regular injury updates is when he was getting back including the email address to send your um, best wishes to get getwellrandy at com. which i what wonder with his worked? current back fusion surgery is that still a thing
2: <laughs> um
0: this is basically a very long Hi. delay until we set up the chamber <laughs> Was it, was it
1: getwellrandy
0: at WWE.com? It was getwellrandy at com. Let me
1: try to send an email to that right now. Okay.
0: Are uh, we waiting for you to do that. We're carrying on while you do that. And I'll
2: just... All right,
0: okay. He's off to... He sounds like he's away down on mine to email something. Um, we get Triple H with Coachman and Flair, and then Triple H will say the immortal phrase, I've got a first-class ticket to hell, which, to be fair to him, is quite a smart thing to be saying. You I'm then back. get... Hello. Uh, did it send?
1: Uh, I'm just going to find out.
0: Okay. It did. Oh. Did you put I anything on I wonder has gone. Wow. Bischoff comes out in front of the live crowd with a... Okay, give me his proper name. Count Bischoff
2: Thank you, comes
0: okay. out and he goes... Um, <laughs> he goes, ha, ha, ha. Ten tons <laughs> of steel designed to punish the human body. One, two, three, four... <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten is with the counting. Sorry.
2: Um, oh
0: why is it canonically now Eric Bischoff is the count from Sesame Street?
2: Well, because he
1: is a count without the without the old. He did that accent for a little while, if
0: you remember as well. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Uh, he explains the rules, uh, mentions bulletproof glass, and then they put the rules up on the screen anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do
1: yeah. like I do like this—the fact that they are actually making an effort to explain this new concept to like everyone because this is yeah. actually brand new.
2: It, I, is, I, it is. I wish
1: difficult. I wish my person would do this more often, rather than. And it also doesn't break the rule of everything fits in the one screen. I don't if need two do, screens
0: of rules. It doesn't follow the dusty roads. Everything needs to have like three pages worth of rules and exactly signed in triplicate so. to actually
3: explain. Um, now that do, do, do you know the kayfabe reason of why this came about? Um, no, no, um, I'm trying sure no. to remember. Well, the previous pay per view was headlined by The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar in Hell in a Cell, yeah, Hell in a Cell, and that got such rave reviews. Eric Bischoff was scared that SmackDown was taking over the ratings with such a good main event, so he sat there and he came up with something that was going to beat we was going to beat Stephanie McMahon's main event, so he came up with the elimination chamber.
1: Here's the thing, wow. me me as the average viewer, why do I care about the internal power struggle?
3: Yeah, I always found that baffling about the Raw and SmackDown. Like, there's you know, why do you care? And what makes you know. it even worse is the fact people just turn up on. Shows in flip between yeah. Raw and SmackDown all the time. They've they tried to you the know.
0: brand split forever. I didn't say bland split there, but I suppose it is. You're you're not wrong. It's it's always been that way. They've done it. They seem to have done like three different occasions now where they've had the brand split, and it's always yeah. been shit.
1: I don't just end at this point. There's you no remember point. the one
0: where like Vids just stood in the middle of the ring live on Raw one night and tried to like come off the top of his head with an explanation as to why Roman Reigns was there?
2: <laughs> yes oh
0: yeah each week you get a wild card uh, you can just call someone from one uh, the other show and they can just uh uh-huh, yeah, like, right, sure, pal. sure we'll do. Pal. all right Vince. i right, sure go back to bed um yeah it's not great i um, know i've had a pop at billy kidman's theme tune tonight by the way
2: oh i know it's Daya,
0: but I suppose at least they didn't have to have a live band. Well, I say live. They aren't even in the mm. fucking building no. in the world. Yep. And this is... Jericho. It is terrible. It's it like
1: it's, saliva. Yep. It's not good.
3: It's... Uh, did saliva... Did, did they do bodies? No? No, no. that, that was
1: drowning, that, pool. drowning
3: pull. pool. Of course it was. What was the other one? What did saliva do? I think they did something else. Um,
1: but they not click, click, boom.
3: No W F song. Did they do another?
1: Uh... Oh, the singing. the
3: singing. Jericho's King of the World, whatever it's called. Or... Yeah, which is like is that what
0: I'm thinking. World? World. It sounds like it's on
3: the wrong speed.
1: <laughs> they've got the they've got the vinyl player at the terrible. wrong speed.
0: It is like I I would th- like to think that this was the moment that Chris Jericho went. You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to sing my own theme tune.
1: You never know. Could be. And this is
0: how the seats for Judas were made.
2: Oh, okay. in a, in a, in a
0: parallel universe somewhere Jericho is in AEW being sang to the ring by people singing this song
2: Ugh, and imagine.
0: that timeline is a much darker place
1: it really is possible. so um, our, our main event is for the World Heavyweight Championship the champion Ric Flair with his da that's not right god I'm on fire tonight Jesus I would love that. it to have been
0: Ric Flair in this <laughs> match oh my god he would have definitely died
3: <laughs> Don't worry, there's still time for it to be a one.
1: Yeah. That, is, that is true, that is true. So it's Triple H and his da Rick Flair, defending the belt against Chris Jericho, Booker T, kane Rob Van Dams, and Mr. shitey Breaks himself, Shawn Michaels.
0: shitey Brown Breeks in Force and the soccer mom here.
1: I um, hate this Shawn Michaels.
0: Yeah, it's just a really weird kind of it it goes back to sort of like normal Shawn Michaels within about a few months, doesn't he? But this initial kind of like post SummerSlam two thousand two, I suppose the whole thing was they didn't realise how long he was going to stick around for, possibly. And I mean, Poss- he did really fucking well for having his career ended in 1998 mm. To then obviously taking what like four years out, yeah, and then on his back surgery, and then he's had like he had a much much longer. Sort of second run, didn't he?
1: Yes, because
0: when does he retire? Is it WrestleMania 26, isn't it? So, what... yeah, because he loses Taker 2006. Take 2006? I
1: think six is right. No,
0: no, because no, WrestleMania 20 would have been
1: 2004.
0: Oh. Okay, sorry, what what working out here? 2010. When did Shawn Michaels retire? 2010? 2010, yeah, I think we worked it out. Yeah, the one with the so we get, he, has, he has an eight year run after this. You know, I mean, you wouldn't, if you just said, and, you know, when he well, retired well, eight, you
3: know, by the way, you got an eight year run when you come back. Just going to I want to say he technically didn't retire in 2010 because who could forget Crown Girl?
0: Well, I was going to say we don't really want to remember about <laughs> Crown Girl.
1: I'd love okay. to forget that.
0: I think the best part of that match was the backstage footage of Sean walking through the curtain afterwards and just looking at everyone going, Well, that was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like, yes, mate. Going, yes, yep. you're,
0: you're very aware of that. <laughs> god. Oh god. So yeah, anyway, um this match kicks off with Triple H and R V D. Um it's triple H takes a lot of it takes a fucking beating.
1: He does this
0: match, to be fair to him. He
2: does. Um
0: RVD climbs up one of the pods, which Jericho happens to be in, and Jer- there's like steel mesh wiring through the top of the pods to the outside, mm. and then Jericho kind of like hauls RVD's leg through the cell and attacks yeah. him
2: that way. That looks kind
0: really of uh, fun. RVD cannonballs off the pod and um, to the steel fl- to the steel flooring that's between the ring and the outside of the cell. And it uh, looks like he absolutely does his own hamstring in, in the process.
1: He may, have, he may have taken himself at this match right he at the does, start.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like completely busted. Jericho comes in. Uh, RVD has a cl- kind of cool moment where he like grabs the um, he jumps over Jericho grabs the wall of the cell and then jumps back at him in a cross body. Yep. Which is quite neat. Um, Jericho and Triple H end up working as a team trying to like breakdown R V D, which is a tag team that um kind of sad we never had. Yeah. Um you know. Fourth guy in is Booker T. Um R V D and Booker wrestle for a little while. Uh this is the moment where R V D does the frog splash from the top of one of the pods to Triple H. This looked like it sucked so bad. Well I had it in my head because this was the start of the kind of like notion that R V D couldn't work because he ends up crushing um, Triple H's larynx, doesn't he? He does. And my memory of this match was the fact that R.V.D. then... uh, Well, sorry, Triple H then ended up getting carted out of the match because he got eliminated and he had to go to hospital. But that doesn't happen. Nope. R.V.D. ends up getting eliminated first. (laughs) He does. Which takes a bit of oxygen out of the match because the crowd were well into R.V.D. Oh, God, yeah. There's a missile dropkick uh, by Booker T RVD for three. Basically, after that,
1: that's, mm-hmm.
0: that's it. Uh, there's also that. a moment here. I can't remember who it was that did it, but I've note here that there's a rope break in the middle of this match.
1: Yeah, that annoyed me as well.
0: Which was like the fuck
2: is this? Yep.
1: I don't know why I wrote this, but in my notes I read, I wrote um, Booker T and Jericho continue to battle out. Triple H trying to get his win back. Yep, that's bad.
3: Yep, that's a Yep. Sorry. Well, that's the problem. He's literally screwed every guy in this match this year, <laughs> isn't he? You know, he's already portrayed them as jobbers. I mean, poor Kane. He he's never recovered from Katie Vick, has he?
2: Katie Vick look- later.
3: Was it? I thought it was before this match. Two thousand no, two thousand three for Katie Vick. Oh, was well, it sorry, that's... Cam? I didn't realise it was such a popular storyline for you. Well that's well that's
0: the whole it's the um, it's the whole reason he unmasks, isn't
1: it? Yep. It is. That shitty storyline is the reason why we've got unmasked uh, Glenn Phillips. Glenn
0: Phillips? (laughs) Glenn Jacobs.
1: I'm on fire tonight. (laughs) I
0: was going to say, don't bring my Uncle Glenn into this. (laughs) Leave him alone. That
1: mask
0: mask he wears for a reason,
1: Ewan. (laughs) Shout out to Uncle Glenn.
0: (laughs) Uncle Glenn, when he's at the swimming baths. Anyway.
1: Does he have have a brother called Ben? Uh no, that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) Fell cut this, please. No, Kane's out
0: next. Uh, Kane rams Jericho into the glass, the bulletproof glass, but obviously not Jericho
3: proof. No, we had we had Katie Vick the uh the month before this, so she is around. Is she around? Okay. Sorry, Uh, Cam. So you didn't know that storyline as well as you thought.
0: Oh, I'm sad. I'm so sad. I'm so (laughs) sad. Me, Me and Katie Vick went back a long way. Uh, Booker gets a cane choke slam and then a lion salt from Jericho and then Jericho pins him for three. You'll notice that the first two people limited from this match are the non
3: WWE guys. Mm-hmm. This is what I mean. One year on, um, yep. one year on, um, Rob Van Dam was a hardcore champion, so he got to keep his job. Yes, and Booker T. Um, I believe was kind of brought back as Vince McMahon's enforcer in a very brief storyline. And I think he had to beat Steve Austin in a match and the boss man helped them. Uh, They they did the whole supermarket thing around that time. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, and then Booker T was magically kind of back in it as well, yeah. Hmm.
2: Cool. Uh,
0: And then the final pod opens because HBK comes out and... He's promptly choke slammed by Kane. And then I've got kind of here, HBK then comes out with a tweet chain music to Kane and a line salt to Kane, and he's pinned. Jericho seems to just be mopping up the seconds here. And then pinning them that way.
1: That's part of his role. He's he's all talk but when it actually comes to action. He's willing to pick up the pieces.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jericho busts the HBK open. Uh Triple H and Jericho work on HBK again. Uh again, the tag team and never knew we needed. Um, Jericho backdrops HBK on the steel, which is a spot that happens a fair few times in this match. There's a lot of like you know backdropping people on the steel, um,
3: yeah, it's, it's uh, the great like, like, yeah like the floor for the want of a better, world, what yeah, yeah, call yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, the, yeah.
0: the thing that they've put
3: between the ring and the, the edge of the, I guess it's trying ring. to get the match over. I mean, if. They kind of kill the bulletproof things by Jericho's head going through it or whatever it is, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
3: yeah. Mm, bulletproof, but.
0: Okay, has been
3: a bullet. There we go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Triple H and Jericho argue about who's going to kick Shawn Michaels, basically. Uh, Jericho gets Triple H into the walls. Uh, Shawn Michaels switching music to Jericho and then pins him as a result of that. Your final two is Shockaroo.
3: Triple H versus HBK. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean
0: Michaels. Is are you are
2: sling-
3: you sorry. trying to insinuate that Triple H wouldn't put anyone else over in the whole of this year and the following I'm year, except his friends? Is but that he, what you're saying? Yeah, I'm trying to basically say that.
0: Yeah, that if you're good pals with him, then yeah. Although <laughs> we are a few, a couple of years away from the absolute pinnacle of the reign of terror.
2: Oh We're yes, only one
0: year away. I think 2003 is the year, isn't that? 2003, between sort of 03 and 05, really, isn't it? That's the main. Crux of that one. We get a Triple H, no, sorry, Shawn Michaels is slingshotting through the glass in another pod. Again, bulletproof. uh Triple H face buster. Uh, HBK gets an elbow off the top of the pod. Sweet chin music is blocked. Pedigree. Triple H goes for a second pedigree, which is dodged. And then a sweet chin music for three. So they basically exchange finishers.
2: It's
3: like everyone hammering L1 on SmackDown
2: you've
3: got to say the crowd went bel- oh this finishing sequence was so good because I yep. remember watching this I wanted Michaels to win it again I wanted to come you know, I wanted to come back after SummerSlam, I wanted to see him win it and it was such a good moment, the crowd went mental, mental when that pin goes oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, everyone, every fucker in that building is behind Sean doing something
3: and then there's some in the ghost of Lex Luger and there's some sort of ticker tape parade thing at the end but at least Sean <laughs> Michaels won something Yep. But did he win the Samovar Trophy? No, he didn't win the Samovar Trophy, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, it was a great moment to see. I mean, Sure Michael's tight spoiled the moment a bit. But um, <laughs> the uh, the rest of it. Apparently, these other ones weren't ready, so I don't know where he got them from or what they were. Um, but yeah. Oh, God.
1: He be, uh, taken out, because my God. They're kind of off it. Didn't they make it on the SmackDown game as well? Uh, yes. Well, they would have, yeah, for that year. They would have. I personally would have put Shitey Breaks as an unlockable character, but that's just me.
0: And <laughs> uh, yeah, I say the ticket comes down, Shawn Michaels is your uh world heavyweight champion. Uh he would hold the belt until the next pay-per-view when he dropped it back to Triple H and Oh, he's, he's not, not losing on.
3: it to his buddy, is he? And then he fights yeah, his buddy again. A, yeah, yeah. And then of course, weird. you know, the both of them, even though Shawn Michaels hasn't won the Rumble, both of them have to be in the WrestleMania <laughs> main event. You yeah, of course.
0: Community.
3: Yeah, well, well, that was two thousand four, wasn't it? What's the next one, isn't it? Oh no, it's not. No three. Sorry, you're oh, right. I'm i uh, uh, I'm, team I'm team a, team. a I'm a year ahead of myself there, yep. German. Sorry, I yep. am. Um, uh, you'll uh, get. Sorry. Shawn Michaels will be curtain jerking Jericho won't he, again he... Jericho. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's he's he's not. No, he's he's mid card with Jericho. I'm sure he is. is it it's, not, it's not. the opener, opener. yeah. It's well, no, not the
0: the opener. Is,
3: um, Matt Hardy, isn't it?
0: Matt Hardy the Mysterio isn't it? the opener
3: um but of course Triple H will be too busy burying booker T in a very you know, Yeah. you think Katie Vick's a distasteful angle, just get on to this yeah, very, next one. Yeah.
0: Very not mm. racist, honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honest if governor,
0: people like you don't win these titles. People like you, <laughs> and it would you? set up <laughs> so
3: well for Booker T to have that feel good WrestleMania moment. But yep. uh, Booker T he doesn't get a feel good WrestleMania no. moment, no. he also
0: gets the, the between impact of pedigree and start of pinfall
3: is 19 seconds. Oh, it's Oof, ridiculous. It takes that, a year to crawl over and pin him, but I'm sure we will get onto that show one day as well.
1: One day, yeah, one day. But on the subject of shows. Where's this going on the table? Um, Have
3: we got a list?
1: Yep, I've got the list here. So, the highest ranking like Survivor Series at the moment is Survivor Series 1995, which is at number 16. Oh, it's
3: fucking way better than that. Hell, they go better than that, yeah. Okay. I agree, yeah. Uh,
1: after that, it is NXT Brooklyn. Ah, we're going above that. Okay, Spring Stampede 99.
3: Oh, fucking well above that one. Well
1: above that. King of the Ring 94.
3: Um, oh. as much as I like King of the Ring 94, yeah. I would put this above it this is okay. above it, yeah, it's got a lot Beach more star power it's going above that
1: Royal Rumble 2000 that's, I don't think this show is better than Raw Rumble 2000 oh,
3: that's a tough one. Oh, that's a tough one there's a fair oh,
0: amount
1: of is it better than two thousand?
3: Oh, what's the one after a rumble? I, um,
1: it is it, ECW One Night Stand two thousand five?
0: I don't even remember anything about ECW One Night Stand two thousand five. So that... after that, well, that no, no, sorry, ninety five. No, sorry, no two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a big comeback. I thought you yeah. said ninety
1: five.
2: No, 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 I, no. Was what? still willing, running? Yeah,
1: great. I'd be willing to secede and say that. I would be happy if this show was put for for Rumble Two Thousand, but I don't think it touches Two Thousand Five ECW.
3: What's after that one, just so I know?
1: Uh, it's the Canadian Stampede. Oh, you
3: see, I I thing. that's I would put it above both. them. that's just me. That's just mm. me. No. What's after Canadian Stampede?
1: No Mercy Ninety Nine.
3: Oh God, I would keep keep going. What's after that one?
1: Uh, AEW All In.
3: Yeah. Wait. What's after that one?
1: WrestleMania Seven. Yeah. Yeah. What's after that one? WrestleMania, it's, uh ten?
3: Maybe not ten. Maybe not ten. Whoa, okay, that's where we... I would draw the line, but that's obviously you guys got different opinions, but that's where I would put it. That,
1: in that. is Alzheimer's uh... in the top five here. I told you I
3: really I told you I really liked this bit. with you. I've you got a
0: lot of like positive thoughts about Rumble two thousand because that's the f pay-per-view I watched. W- which, that.
3: Was that the Me Young segment? Is that your positive thought,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: totally. Yeah, it was <laughs> that was two minutes of heaven. Ah, <laughs> um, uh... you see, I think I think for me, I love Rumble 2000 as well, but it's very much nostalgia um, goggles. Yeah, um, because you've okay. got the May Young bit; Taz's debut is good, but it doesn't go anywhere. Um, you've got the Jericho China thing, which is pretty, uh... it's pretty decent against Bob Holly. The
0: um, 2000 Rumble's great. Actual Rumble You've got man.
3: Rikishi dancing, Bob then of course steals it for me. I love that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but the the street fight is worth.
1: Oh God, the a street fight is worth the price of admission.
3: But uh, at the end of the day, it's just Triple H Barry and somebody else. So um...
1: again, yeah, 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 oh, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> probably... For sheer novelty value, this being the first elimination chamber, okay. and most of these ma- there's not really a match on this card in Survivor 6002 2002 that's absolute drizzling.
1: Oh no. No, it's everything is good to,
0: to really good yeah um, okay and that smackdown six Ooh. tag match oh, is amazing God, yeah. uh, right, I'd, okay i put it above two thousand i put this okay. above two thousand or
1: more oh i think we've had an agreement here so officially wwe is around fucking hell wow it's Start number again, 11 you can, you, you'll just edit it out I'll just said all right hi fell. edit this out please no so Survivor Series 2002 is the 11th best pay per view of all time. Nearly we are in the top ten. Uh, this is the first time we've been up this end of the table for months.
0: Well, mainly because we're not doing any sort of like WCW shows. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we're, we're oh, worry, we won't
3: be up this end for
1: long. Oh
3: man. Oh. No.
1: So, next month we are having a very special Christmas episode where we're going to review Shite.
3: Yes. Well, that's, that seems to be the consensus. I mean, you know, <laughs> everyone's happy to do so. I'll put the work into, um, yeah.
1: Yep. By all means, I'll go for it. But we, we do want to tell you what's coming in 2024. And what's coming in January 2024 is up to the Jordy one. Al, so you did tease before we started the record that you wanted us to make a decision. So, lay it out. What, what, what are we what are we, what we we looking at?
3: Okay, then I will lay it out for you. Do you want to do something that's notoriously bad, but mm-hmm. I think it's okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want 100%. to do something historic that you possibly haven't seen before, or at least very well? Or would you like to go for, a, I'm not even going to say good, uh, an interesting one but doesn't really have much good in it. But it's interesting.
1: So our choices are shite, historical, and kind of okay.
3: Shite, shite interesting, yeah. Okay, right, so we've got...
0: right. I, I don't really trust Al calling a show interesting when it seems no, to I don't really guys is a bit crap. So, so, so it's, it's either, no so it's either shite all.
1: or historical.
3: So his, what was it? Historical... But Oh, oh. No, historical, but I don't think you'll have seen much of it. Maybe you have, but I don't think you'll have seen okay.
1: much. Of it. So, it's historical, one minute. have seen early
3: ancient. You know, I
0: think Al's probably got a show in, for mining that that, you know, Cleopatra would have watched. <laughs> um, and Ric Flair probably would have headlined. Probably. Um,
3: oh, what was the other option? It's right. pretty, uh, yeah. I think everyone else will think it's bad, but I don't mind it. But I think, it's everyone, bad. think it's bad. everyone else
0: thinks it's bad and you like it. Oh, yeah. no, that sounds dire. Um,
1: I think historical.
3: I'm
0: going to go historical.
1: Oh, I'm, what glad is this?
3: I'm glad you chose that because I think it'll be a, an interesting watch as a perspective um, okay. for you guys. And it's not the longest of shows either.
0: To ring in Conquistador's 10th year in existence.
1: Yep.
3: In January, we're doing. It's technically not a pay per view. Okay. But Uh I think you'll let me have it. Go on. It's on the network. Um, I'm building this up. I'm building this Uh up. It it is January. It is January, of course. Uh huh. So we are doing the first Royal Rumble. Oh.
1: 1988. Okay.
3: All right. All right. I'll give you that. Have you really watched the show? You might have saw the match. Have you really watched the I show? Think I've seen
1: the match. I've not seen the entire show. This
3: is more like exactly what you've done, Cam, a new match trying to get over. Okay. Who knows? Where well, will this match end up in the 20 years from there? Uh, well, uh, you know, yeah, will yeah, it still the, be in WWE? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I just checked. We have done the Survivor series from 1988. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think we have. Yes. So, there you go. Royal Rumble 1988. Going way back in time. What is on this? I'm going to see what's on this card. You've only got
3: won. three matches. Oh, Jesus. And the Rumble. But there's two little talky bits as well. There's okay. two, like, big... Um, One of them's dire, by the way, the bench press record. And then you've got Andre and Hulk's contract signing. But oh, it's an interesting right. show. What, what makes it interesting for me? In fact, you know what? I'm going to tell you to start the next show or whenever we right. do it. I don't have to do it now. Yes, we'll do it in the next show. But no, you, so you've got two months. Do, do you, gentlemen think Count Bischoff did a good job at um, making Survivor Series interesting? That, that 2002? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. He's a, he's a good... He's, he's a good man that Count Bischoff is a good man.
0: He's a good man that Count Bischoff. Shame he has to go back to his little casket these
3: days and just... He does. Um And... Yep. Um, the sad thing is, um, about little Timmy, um that uh, <laughs> little Timmy was, you know, looking forward to some new bike sheds at the school. Uh, however, Count Bischoff decided he needed all the steel and changed to his oh, illumination chamber. Oh, so, so poor little Timmy didn't get didn't get his thing, that like, Count
1: Bischoff he's an evil man, you know, he's an evil man. Alright. Al, I'm sold on the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh good. That was that was your job, Cam, but you didn't put it in there so I felt I had to get it in there. <laughs>
0: If I, if, I, if I nick my material, why not? Yeah, well, you yeah. didn't put it in. I thought I'd put
1: it in there. Does, does, Just... it, does anyone get excited when I keep the say the words the Jumping Bomb Angels? It's a very good match, very good match. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, yeah, Jumping Bomb Angels.
1: Two out of three falls match for the yeah, women's tag Yeah, pretty decent match. Okay, yeah. I'm in that for is. this. That's
0: <sighs> going to be cool. So that's the Conquista Conquistadors' Next couple of months planned out. Yep. We're going to be good. We're all going to be. Phil good. might
1: turn up. It depends if he remembers. Phil might
0: remember that we're actually recording. He might remember we have a podcast. Who knows? Yeah. God, a piece it. of shit. Harsh. <laughs> um. He'll probably be tuning this one out. This will be the fade out, and the. Oh, it's
1: already been. It's been faded out a while ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll just provide the music, that. For... it'll be fine.
2: Hacking partners got a hug.